Hi, everyone, and welcome to A Hairy Situation. I'm Emily. I'm Emily. And I'm Tosh. So today we're talking about best song ever. Woohoo. Um, so or ripoff of Tribute by Tenacious D. Okay. We'll get into it. Um, <laughs> some people might actually think this is the best song ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell by your reactions that you do not think that. Um, but so... This is called Best Song Ever. It's off the album Midnight Memories, which, if you recall, is their third album. And we've talked about that in previous episodes. Um, And this is performed by One Direction. So this was written by Wayne Hector, John Ryan, Ed Druitt, Julian Bonetta, um, all of those writers we've, like, seen before. But then we also have another writer, Matt Rad. And he has gone on to work with Niall. Oh, okay. Thank Matt Rad. I was I was about to be worried there. There were no weird names Matt until Rad. Okay, not to make fun of his name. I'm just mean like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. all these like uh, what was it? Like the Kingfish or It was all normal dudes at the, the Yeah. yeah. Like, um, you know what? We're gonna stick with our names and everyone's like, um uh, I guess so. Are you a serious artist? Yeah. You, you um, don't care. But yeah, Matt Rad has uh he's an American producer. He's worked with Niall. And his solo stuff, uh, Demi, Lo- Demi Lovato, Walk the Moon. So, All right. another, you know, cool dude. This song was released July 22nd, 2013, about four or five months before the actual album came out. Um, because this was the first single from Midnight Memories. And then it was also the promotional single for their documentary concert film, This Is Us. Was that before the show? This is us. Uh, yes. Was Wait, there was. Okay, I'm sorry. There's a there's a movie and a sh- show. There's a movie. About no, them? the show is it's not about One Direction. It's that that it's just a show that like I've Mandy never Moore was in. Yeah, Mandy Moore, and like it was like supposed to be really tear jerky, and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, have you watched This Is Us?" It um, just oh. in, that show just yeah. ended. So, but oh. apparently there was a One Direction documentary mm-hmm. with the same title, and I was like, "That's really embarrassing." But apparently, the show is the one that should be embarrassed. So. Yes, the show should be embarrassed because it came out like literally like there was only a, one a couple Direction years. Super but, fan in that producing room, and they were just like, "Okay, what about this? Is this us? is us." Yes. Yeah. Like, oh. Um, yeah. but I would like to say that that movie. The One Direction movie was also a 3D movie. That was the ultimate experience. Oh my god. Ultimate experience. I mean, I'm just saying, do y'all remember back in thir- 2013 when like 3D movies were like a huge thing? I remember and I never understood it even at the time. Well, you're right. The only reason I liked it is because they would keep they would re-release like old mm, movies in 3D and I would be like finally the chance to see Titanic in theaters because I was like five when that came out and so I would like went and saw the 3D version of Titanic and Beauty and the Beast. It's like they're throwing the heart of the ocean right into your face. Mm-hmm. There was one really cool shot in the Titanic uh, 3D where it like showed like looking over the boat into the water that mm. one was actually cool because you could feel the like depth. It feels like you're falling into the ocean. Yeah. Anyway, so, but yeah, it was a 3D movie, One Direction. This is us. Sorry, this is really random, but uh, both of y'all have glasses. How does, like, watching 3D movies work for y'all? You just gotta put them on top. You just double layer glasses? That's hilarious. No, I mean, I'm not, like, I was just like, (laughs) this is why you don't like 3D movies. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of them. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, so you look really dorky, but it's okay. Okay. Um, anyway, so back to best song ever. Um, so this song debuted at number two in the U.S. and the U.K. Um, Digital Spy magazine, um, had this to say about Best Song Ever. Yes, the sentiment is cornier than a Disney Channel rom-com, but as far as boy band pop anthems go, it skirts dangerously close to fulfilling its title. Dangerously Mm. close to. Implying that it's not... (laughs) Maybe it's not the best... Boy band pop anthem ever, but it's almost it's the there. best song ever. Um, so, but like talking about the title, like recently we were at an event, like with Tasha's family, and some of his childhood friends were there, and uh, the, one of the girls like was a really big One Direction fan. Like she met them in the early days, has all their autographs. Like I almost cried a little bit when she told me. Yeah. But anyway, her like older brother 
like looked at me and he was or looked at both of us and he was like what's the best one direction song and i stayed silent and i was like stockholm syndrome because it is um and he's like oh no it's best song ever it's literally in the title and i was like oh my god yeah and i and still don't know if he was like serious about I, that. I i don't i i've known him most of my life and i don't know either <laughs> well i mean I, I will say like compared to the rest of the one direction it was songs a great listen to it's the best one so far yeah so um it's the best song ever so far yeah <laughs> so about the songwriting process um in an interview with mtv um julian Bunetta talked about like what he I think they asked him, like, what he thought was the best song ever or whatever. Or, like, what song um, inspired this. And he said that it was a mystery, even to him. And so, this is a quote that he gave. He said, that's the thing. Have you ever had a night when you were out and you were with your friends and you were partying and dancing and you were at the height of your happiness and when you woke up the next day and went, that was so much fun. Like, what was that song? It's just kind of one of those feelings, he said. The song is irrelevant. It's just kind of like at that moment, it's the right thing, and it doesn't even matter. All elements added up to being a lasting memory. Well, well said, Jules. <clears throat> yeah. Um, That's I, my nickname for oh, him, because me and him are Because y'all buds. are so good me friends. Me and Julian, yeah. Um, I mean, this, as always, what I've associated this song with, it's like, you know, when you think back, like, um, especially like if you go somewhere like where you're dancing and stuff or whatever, like you don't remember like the specifics of the night or like if you have like a great time with your friends, you don't remember what's playing in the background. You just remember like being like, yeah, that was the best. Mm -hmm. Like, or, you know, I always imagine like, you know, you're like at a place dancing and then a song you love comes on and you're like, this is the best song ever. Cause you're so hype. Um, like I feel like we had that experience in Brooklyn um, when we went to that uh, Penn Badgley party, um, you know, like they would play like Spice Girls or something and we're like, oh my God, and like freak out. And yeah, so that, that is what this song is supposed to represent is that feeling. Yeah, I, I get it. Cause actually one of the notes that I wrote was like, this song sounds like, uh, people who took some party drugs and then went to a rave and then, you know, they just like remember little parts of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's. Well, we'll, we'll, I'll wait, I'll wait until we get into talking about the lyrics, but they're just like little parts of it. I'm just like, all right, you're on, you are on some drugs, sir. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I did not take it as, um, anyone was, you know, popping pills, but, uh, cause I've had definitely sober nights, like, but I still have that. Well, it's just a, like... it's a couple of details in the lyrics oh, okay. that made me think okay. that. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so Julian Banana did say like, it was supposed to be a little tongue in cheek. Like the lyrics. So he said, again, this is a quote. Um, he said, we put it in the context of how it's like a little bit of poking fun at pop music, but also embracing it at the same time. He said, we're doing the thing in most pop songs now to have like that oh, oh chant. Um, and he said, we did that, but we sort of like made fun of it saying like, oh, I think this song went oh, oh, or I think it went yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, we thought it was a clever way to include that because it worked so well. The anthemic chat, or no, chat, chant, when it's executed right, is such a perfect device, but we all kind of wanted to put our own spin on it. I mean, isn't it ironic that the part that he is self-professing as the, like, most catchy part was the part that he was saying he was making fun yeah. of other songs for? Yeah, there's <laughs> some irony at work here. Right, like, I mean... Like, it's just like, it's tongue-in-cheek, but also, like, it's actually what I mean to be the best part of the song. <laughs> right, well, like, I think he was saying, like, it's just so popular to, like, do that kind of stuff, and he's like, but we, like, twisted it to say, like, like our song isn't necessarily like having that in it because because we're supposed to be referencing like yeah but other then songs. i mean but i mean like like i'm not going to deny that that's also the that catchiest is, part of the song either so like, like it's just like their their irony kind of folds in on itself a little bit that is i true. feel like yeah. i feel like he is like i'm better than this so I'm going to be like, it was ironic, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The average listener is just going to be like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. He's just like, oh, no, actually, it's really, really uh, meta. So do y'all want to talk about the lyrics first, or do y'all want info about the music video? Let's first. talk about the lyrics so that I can talk about how um, 
uh, you talked about all the background there, and not once did they credit Tenacious D for the original idea for oh the narrative of the song. Because I don't know if y'all. I mean, I forced uh, Emily, you, you Emily, to to uh, listen to Tribute by Tenacious D. But have you listened to it? Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, I won't I won't go too far into it. I'm sure some of the audience has heard to tribute by tenacious d but there's a whole th- same thing where like it's like a song of like we're singing this song and we're talking about this song that was the best song that was ever made it was i think in the tribute it the liter- literal the way they say it is the best song in the world and so now now we got this song called best song ever it's just the same concept of like talking about another yeah this, song. this is about another song this isn't that song but we're talking about the yeah. other song and then the uh, other song is the best song the other song is the best song yeah. uh, but uh i don't know i just thought it's funny because also like the tenacious d song it's supposed to be comedic it's just like yeah. like oh no, no 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 that's the best song ever trust me it was so good and like we like saying the best song ever i don't know it was i, I just was like um this sounds really familiar the whole concept of this like the premise of this song i'm but, sure that's not the first song to do it oh it's the first song that is, that you know <laughs> that i know of that's popular uh, i feel like I the devil went down to georgia had like that kind of feel too didn't it? Um, well, they play the. That is true. They the, do the, play the yeah, violin solo. That was the whole. Yeah, that was like the the like melody was supposed to be from that, which is also a really cool melody. But there yeah. are some Reddit posts comparing Tenacious D's tribute and One Direction's best <gasps> oh, songs. Uh, this is see, Tosh, if you did your research. Uh, well, I mean, uh, you know, I, if there's something to, to with he's my like, instinct. That it's like this is what. The Emily's are for Here is my, to do yeah, all my work. Exactly. And one post is just like, sorry, One Direction, but Tenacious D did it first. That was me, actually. I wrote um, that. Yeah. Tasha's <laughs> like, I'm getting on there. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'm not, I don't mean to say that to discredit this song, but it's also like, like, come on, give it, like, like, mm-hmm. like, as, uh, give like it some credit. Like, legal representation for Tenacious exactly, D. Exactly. I, I am, I feel slighted, but that they didn't get any credit. Um, no, but that was all I could think of listening to the song, especially the first couple of times. I'm just like, I just want to go listen to Tribute. <laughs> so we'll talk, yeah, so we'll talk about the lyrics okay. um, more specifically. There actually except- is some juicy stuff in here. Right. Not juicy, just like interesting, <laughs> bizarre. Um, yeah. Like... Yeah, tell tell us more. Well, so you know the choruses are like whatever, but the the verses are a little, I don't know. Um, yeah. like because the melody of the verses is so good mm-hmm. that you kind of get distracted by the lyrics. But like, you know, she walked straight into my heart and stole it through the doors and past the guards like she already owned it. And I said, "Can you give it back to me?" And she said, "Never, <laughs> Never in your wildest oh, dreams." dreams. And then in the second verse, she's like, it's like she's Georgia Rose and her daddy's a dentist. And it's just like, you know. Said I had a dirty, dirty mouth. mouth. Yeah. I got a dirty mouth. I just love what? that little part. I got a dirty mouth. I For some reason, whenever I hear that, I I don't think, I, I, I imagine them saying, I got a purdy mouth, <laughs> which is so creepy. Like, I don't know why. I just like, that's what, wow. that's what comes into my head. Like. Well, on that Georgia Rose line, I since I watched the music video, I was like, oh, Liam is singing this line. And I was like, maybe One Direction really was built around him. Because mm. he killed it when he sang, said her name was Georgia Rose. Okay, that is true. That's, that line is yeah. great. I think, yeah, well, should we get into that? I think y'all are referencing something that we haven't acknowledged on this. Like, oh, or... yeah. So let's... Um... I mean, Liam has basically come out as delusional, um, <laughs> saying that he was the front man of One Direction and he has had the most successful solo career of One Direction. Which I, I really feel like lie. someone is lying to him about the streams on his thing. They like, I feel like there be. is some like crazy coked up, you know, <laughs> producer who's like, it's been the best over a billion streams. That's more than all the rest of the One Direction guys put together. And he was like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah. You're right. Or, like, maybe he was, like, smoking weed one night, and somebody was like, you know what, dude? I bet someone was stealing streams from you. I bet Spotify hates you. Yeah, and then he was like, oh, 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 and then his friend's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
picking. <laughs> but yeah, and then, you know, Zane had to come back, apparently, because, like, Liam also trashed Shane a little bit in that interview, which we talked about last time, but, like, yeah. Zane, you know, posted that clip, and that's apparently why he posted that clip, and was in singing response part of this song. in front of all his One Direction awards. But mm. yeah, Zane, I mean, Liam... Not that he did a bad job in this. Like, I think this was probably Liam's best work on this song. But, yeah, like, someone mm. lies is lying to that man. And, so, Liam, we want you to get help. Liam, like, this is, like, 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 this is top form Liam. Yeah, like, this was where oh, Liam that, peaked. That make that, oh, that makes, like, the, the, the dig that Zayn did even, like, deeper. Like, where right. he, like, he picked this song to sing he out of. Was it this song? No. Oh, okay, cool. Never mind. It All was right. off this album. Oh, that's was, what I meant. Yeah, it was that's like what, a that's song totally that like Liam had taken his high note after yeah. he left the band. Yeah, and so then he was like, <laughs> "He's like, uh, no, it's still me, buddy." Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, sorry, uh, slight tangent there, but you know, no, it's that whole thing that was important. I can't believe we forgot yeah. to um, talk about. It. I think because we've all talked about it. Yeah, so yeah, you know, much I know y'all started outside talk, the podcast. Like, y'all referenced it, and I was like, I don't think this has been said yet. Yeah, me and Emily, like, had this whole, like, poolside moment where we were just, like, really digging into um, Zane, I mean, Liam's beef with all of One Direction um, right now. Because he's like, oh, yeah, I'm the most successful. And I'm like, sir, Harry Styles is selling out stadium tour right now. Like, come on. (laughs) I was like, hold me back. Hold me back. Right, right, right. Let me defend Harry. Even Lizzo came out and was just like, and, you know, she's, like, really good friends with Harry. And she was just like, I'm sorry to that man, but, like, Liam was not the front man. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I forgot what the exact words was. Like, right. Someone needs to help that poor man. Right, right. right. She's right. like, someone needs to talk to him. But anyway, um, yeah. That's the lyrics. But apparently, um, this is about a girl named Georgia Rose, and they danced with her all night. I will say, I do love when Harry sings, said I had a dirty mouth. And then he says, I got a dirty mouth. But she kissed me like she meant it. Oh, so Harry's the one who says, I got a dirty mouth. He says all of that. Oh, he says all of that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he does do that little side. Oh, okay. I got a dirty mouth. Yeah. Is that the part that you were like, oh, you like, you swooned over that? Like him? Yeah. No, I just love that part because it's just so funny. And like the way like it's written, it's like her daddy's a dentist. Like that was like. Like her pickup line, it's like, you know what? My dad's a dentist, mm. and so I know that you have a dirty mouth. Harry likes to sing about girls with dads in the medical profession, mm. or just people in the medical profession. Like, what? I don't know, like, or or never mind, I'm thinking about another, like, we got the other One Direction song where he, like, is talking to, like, a, like the, the doctor before. Oh, the, the Alive song. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like, and I then, went to a therapist. And I feel like there was like, another one where he's, like, talking, like. About a doctor. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, very profound commentary over here. Only the best. But anyway, uh, <laughs> um, the, uh, sorry, Emily said something earlier about liking the choruses, but the verses, I don't know. I have this really big pet peeve whenever when it comes to uh, lyrics and just like song structure. Whenever someone, whenever a, 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 um, a singer ends a verse in the middle or just at an odd spot mm-hmm. in the sentence, mm-hmm. And I feel like they do that at least in one place or like the, like, uh, now I can't remember. And then how it goes. I can't remember how like musically that happens, but it's just like, I don't know the the, the like, it just feels lazy to me writing, lazy writing where like, they couldn't find something that like, uh, uh, like rhythm, rhythmically fit into the verses. Well, it's an entire sentence. It says, we knew every line, now I can't remember how it goes. But I'm Yeah, gonna... but it's just like, now I can't remember how it goes. Oh, yeah, you don't like the pause. In yeah, it. like, it's just like a weird, like, it's not a, a natural place to end this, or like, pause the sentence. Um, but it just because of the way it sits in the lyrics, they have to do it. It's just, I don't know, it's weird to me. Uh... It's a very specific thing, apparently, in that you guys don't... Uh, have the same thought on but sometimes that annoys me in songs but this one it didn't yeah no i mean it it feels like you it's playing a trick on you because you're yeah. like oh yeah. the that's the end of the sentence and then they're like how it goes <laughs> There's more. The, yeah 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 it just whenever i hear that it just like it's just like whenever you're tr- like like you ever have that moment where you're, you're like songifying something to another melody 
uh, and like you use like you just don't have the right amount of syllables to like end the the yeah. actual melody. It just yeah. feels like that where it just like feels like on the spot, not like what thought out. One thing that does sometimes annoy me, and I mean, I'll even like say that like Taylor Swift does this sometimes, um, is where you have a line break in the middle of a of a word. So, like, mm-hmm. one syllable is, like, the end of, like, one, like, part of the melody, and then, like, the rest of the words, like, starting the next yes. melody couplet, and, like, that sometimes annoys me, because I'm like, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, a, it's just weird, like... And then, and then you, and then you, you keep going with the song because it obviously doesn't stop there, and then, and then you get over it, but it's just, like, this, like, little hiccup, I'm like, oh... Well, yeah. Um, but I will say, okay, because you met, you referenced the song Alive, um, <clears throat> or we talked about it, um, and I know that y'all like hated that song, and y'all like, oh, oh yeah. this is really problematic. But um, I would just like to point out the second pre-chorus. Um, Niall sings, "I said, can I take you home with me?" So he was asking for explicit consent. And she said, never in your wildest dreams. And that was the end of that. They just danced for the rest of the night. And they're not going to forget each other. So I just want that to <laughs> be like one time. They respected okay. someone's no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, Every I, time, okay? I'm glad you mentioned that part of the lyrics because I was going to talk about that. What? This is this is what made, this is part of the things that made me think that they were like on party drugs or something because like, I can't imagine a guy like, you know, being like, oh, let's go home together. And then she just straight up flat out rejects him. And then like, oh, okay. And then they like party for the rest of the night. And then he like, like thinks back on that. Like, of like he's like, oh, I can't stop thinking about her with fond memories. Like, dude, she rejected you. Why are you like, like, oh, yeah, it was the best song ever. Like singing. Like, she, I don't know. He, I, don't know. It's I just, think it's like, you could still have fond memories. Cause he, he yeah, because he, like, yeah, because he was having... wired. They were probably, like, having fun. He's like, you want to go back to my place? And she's like, no. I'm like, I don't. And then yeah. they're like, well, but well, she probably was like, we yeah. can and then, keep And then he was just out. like, that's okay. I'm in a good mood because of the drugs. And then he just keeps dancing oh, okay. to the best song ever. So you think, yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you think the song, the, the actual lyric where it says, we knew every line actually means yeah. lines of coke? No, we knew every line, and he was just like, like you know, I, like he's just like mumbling out loud, and and then in his head, he's just imagining, he's just like nailing all the notes and all the lyrics. <laughs> That's what I think. Okay, so yeah, I see. <laughs> um, I did not picture it like that at all. Um, but yeah, what other, um, what other? Oh, I mean, those are the main things. That pet peeve thing, and then like the that whole idea, and then you know, like there, I have thoughts. No, I about meant them. like. What other lyrics made you think they were on drugs? Oh, uh, I'm going to have to look back on them for that. Um, but, yeah, just, I think it was just that idea of, like, him talking, he got getting rejected. rejected. Um, I don't know. If that happened to me, I'd just be like, okay, like, like, and, and then I would just, like, you know, move on for the rest of the night. And I probably wouldn't fixate on it, you know, the next day. And I certainly wouldn't be like, oh, that was the best night I met this girl. She rejected me. But it was amazing. I do think it brings, and this is not, I'm not criticizing One Direction is problematic, but the whole concept of, like, girls playing hard to get was, Mm -hmm. like, pretty popular until recently. Mm -hmm. And so the idea of, like, you know, you play this game of, like, hey, like, come home with me. And she's like, "No no way. But, like, that maybe, like, secretly... Like, it's just, like, you know, next time, or, like, right. you Or, know. like, right. it could have even been, like, never. Right, so, right. So like, really coy. thinking back on it fondly, he's just, like, I still have a chance. Yeah, like, yeah. that's kind of the, the impression that I, like, I think about, like, movies like The Notebook, where, like, their entire early relationship is defined by, like, constant fights and bickering and that push-pull, and, like, for better or worse, that has often mm-hmm. been a very, like, popular version right. of romance. Mm-hmm. Um... I just so. want to point out, um, so this would have been around the time that Harry and Taylor dated, or soon after, um, the Wildest next, dreams. Wildest Dreams, <laughs> the next year in 2014, she released 1989 with the wildly popular song, Wildest Dreams, and that's the first song from 1989 that she did her re-records of. 
Like she has Wildest Dreams, Taylor's version out now. So this is actually about Taylor Swift and Harry Styles. Oh, best song ever was Wildest Dreams. Is that is that what you're saying? No, but no. they maybe Taylor Swift was Georgia Rose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Said her name was Taylor Swift, and then I like, can't oh. do that. Like, can't no, do that. no. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Julian's like, like, let's listen. But none of the One Direction members are credited with writing the song. Mm-hmm. So what I think happened is that Taylor Swift. <laughs> Listen to the song and was like, this speaks to me. And then she's like, I'm going to write a song called Wildest Dreams. Taylor's just like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, oh, she's, oh, okay. I thought you were saying she, she heard a version of it and it speaks to me. I'm going to help you on the song. And then she had a ghostwriter name and helped them. And she inserted herself into the song. Um, I'm going to apologize for Tasha's like, <laughs> the way your mind goes, like, <laughs> All the times that you're like, oh, I thought you meant this, and then you just like have the most bizarre reasoning. <laughs> anyway, also because in the wildest dream, her song, she says like, "Say you'll remember me," mm. standing in a nice dress, mm-hmm. and it's like this song is all about like remembering the best night. And she was like, "I, when you know, are we gonna hook up?" She's like, "Never in your." Anyway, I know that it's like way far fetched and not actually any anything true, but it's there's our conspiracy for the day. It's just fun. Like I I feel like if I put that out on the internet, oh, it would people it would would like blow up and people would like for sure like hinge on it. And then you would be internet famous beyond your wildest dreams. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, That does take me to um, one part of the song. let me find it. The bridge. And I, like, mess this up every time I try to sing along. Um, it goes, you know, I know, you know, I'll remember you. And I know, you know, I know you'll remember me. And you know, I know, you know, I'll remember you. And I know, you know, I hope you'll remember how we danced. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, there's yeah, another part was... where I'm like, he's on drugs. <laughs> that was a pretty weak part of the song. Well, the music video, at least. When they got to that part, and like Lou was just like, uh. oh yeah, when like, he's like looking up at the camera, saying, you know, yeah, you know. I was like, this is not the best. You were like, this is the weakest part of the song. I thought it was kind of clever because, like, um, I feel like it could have just been like, or you know, it could have just been like, oh no, oh no, oh no. That's oh, true. That's true. Then, you know. No, I do like the the exchange between the you know. I yeah, know, and I think that's kind of fun. Like. And then it's, like, really hard to sing along to, but then it's, like, really fun to just, like, mess it up anyway. If you were a true fan, you would not I've, have a hard time. I have been yeah. practicing it, okay? <laughs> I've been practicing. Um, Also, looking at the lyrics, can we talk about how many, like, little owls there are in there? Like, there's at least three oh, yeah. written explicitly in the lyrics, which is, um... They're like, these are essential. Uh, Julian, Julian did those. Julian did that? Yeah. Ironically. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was ironic. Um, it was supposed to like be really deep. I, I was thinking when you were talking about this earlier, by the way, sorry, tangent, but do you think that um, some of the One Direction members are actually, are actually you know, ghostwriting in some ways, and but they just don't want to get heat for writing certain things? Like, and that's why there are, they have like code name words instead of real names, like some writers do. Like, you know, all these writers, I'm blanking on them all right now, but like the, the no. like, kid, kid rock or no, that's not it. The kid got kid, kid harpoon. No, oh, his real name is Thomas Hole. Okay. All right. Well, never mind. Like I've looked up all these people. Oh, okay. So there's, there's pictures and websites. So and there's stuff. no like ghost writer no. uh, things going on. Okay. Never mind. There goes my uh, fan theory for the week. For the week. Mm. Well, anyway. So, or do y'all want to talk about the music video then? We've referenced oh, yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So I appreciated the Tropic Thunder reference. Which oh, it's a Tropic Thunder reference. Tropic Thunder. Uh, in Tropic Thunder, there's a character played by Tom Cruise, who is like Hollywood executive, um, that is like dressed exactly how what is it Liam or Louie that's dressed up like this in the music video. The one, the bald one with, like, the, like, white shirt and the suspenders. I just saw two old men, and they're indistinguishable yeah. to me. The old yeah. man, the old man that's, like, on the left 
anybody. Uh, that's oh. like, 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 um, Louie. Yeah. So, like, uh, here, I'm, uh, y- y- y'all can talk and let me pull up a picture of the Tropic Thunder guy and you'll be like, oh, wow, that is exactly him. But, and, and I looked it up and that is what they were going for. Oh. And I love that movie and that character is hilarious in that movie. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was, I it was really clever. Like, again, I didn't yeah. know that, like, One Direction music videos had stories. And, yeah. You know, that... Again, like the accents that Niall and Louie did, I was like, oh. They were so good. That was like not bad at all. And, um. I'm showing at the Emily's the, uh. Oh, yeah. This is from yeah. the movie. That's Tom Cruise. That's Tom wow. Cruise. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Well, good job for them. They, yeah. But yeah, no, the whole thing was just funny and silly and kind of like self, um, deprecating a little bit. Mm-hmm. Although they, the whole thing also was like, we're not like other boy bands. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. cooler than other boys. We would never do choreography, but then like they the do blinding. that super cheesy yes. choreography. Absolutely. So yes. that's where you can see like that, I guess, irony that what's his yeah. face, Julian Bonetta is going for. Um, Cause that choreography was like super cringe, but it felt like it yeah. was like, you're in on the joke. Right. Like, exactly. Joke so. um, well, this music video was written by James Corden. Whoa. Oh. That explains why it's good. Yeah. So like and funny. Um and you know, Harry Styles and James Corden are like still really good friends to this day. Who wouldn't want to be friends with James Corden? Right. Seems like a pleasure and um, just really pleasurable does. So the concert clips that were sprinkled out, mm-hmm. so those were clips from the film This Is Us. Oh. So like since this song was also like a promotional song for the film, like that they included like a, this was like kind of a teaser as well that's also why zane at the end spray paints this is us i thought okay this is what i i, I didn't know so this is us is a documentary mm-hmm. okay for some reason i thought this is us was one of those like like fictional movies where like the movie's sort of like uh suffer like, like um it's about one direction like a narrative movie like didn't jonas brothers do something like that i don't know Whatever, it, like like it was an actual like theatrical cinematic movie movie. Uh, Are you talking about the Jonas Brothers three D concert experience movie? No, no, no. There was. I feel like there. I feel like like some boy band are or we, some. Group are you talking was, about Camp Rock? I don't know. I don't know. What, who, what's that? Was that Camp, Camp Rock? Rock? Was like Jonas Brothers? Oh, okay. First Maybe that. thing, right? It was their okay. movie. Well, they had, like like I p- pictured This Is Us was like a movie like that, and then this music video was just in there in the movie, and it's just like they're going and oh, like, so you uh, thought like, This Is Us was just like a movie that starred One Direction? Yeah, like a fictional way of fictional the... account of like their journey. No, exactly. no, this was a documentary. It was like a concert film. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, it, it felt like that was like a break in the like. Okay, this is a music video now, or yeah, musical number in the middle of the. Uh, uh, executive meeting, but okay, I was wrong. Uh, it was just a reference to this is us. Okay. Um. Anyway, so this music video broke the Vivo twenty four hour record with twelve. Point- Vivo, remember that? Is Vivo's that still, still a thing? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like if you go to YouTube, like it's like a and you watch like it's usually official music videos have like mm-hmm. Vivo behind them or whatever. Anyway. They've it had 12.3 million views in the first 24 hours, which had surpassed the 10 million views of Miley Cyrus's We Can't Stop. But then the record was then broken again by Miley Cyrus after she came out with Wrecking Ball. Mm, yeah, that song really did. Yeah, change um, the world. So, this music video also won British Video of the Year at the 2014 Brit Awards. Oh. Wow. It's, uh, okay. So good for them. Like, Is that like a People's Choice Award? Mm, I don't know. Is that like a vote thing? Don't I feel like... Touch is like, um, is it just something where the fans made them win? Like, yeah. Or? yeah. I, that's actually what I'm thinking. Cause, like, it's not, okay. Okay, all right. <laughs> Emily's going to look it up. Is this her... Well, res- no, I'm actually, um on Liam Twitter oh. looking at Liam fan accounts because I was just so curious how they're responding to all of this and it seems to mostly be with intense positivity but they have also called for the radio station like to be like cancelled for online bullying because they're like they're telling people to go after Liam and they should be destroyed okay well apparently Jeez. Liam and all his fans are delusional okay um 
The Brit Awards, according to Wikipedia, are the British Phonographic Industry's annual popular music awards. Um, Does it say they're important? The <laughs> highest profile music award ceremony in the UK, the Brit Awards have featured some of the most notable events in British popular culture. Okay. Well, cool. I mean, maybe, yeah. it's, maybe it's fallen in recent years or something. What are you talking I, about? I, this I, music video is good. Um, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I think I, I, I am surprised it won like an artistic award. Yeah, it like does. it's it's a fun music video, but like you know, like there are music videos that people are like like Wrecking Ball, for example, exactly. is like wow. Yeah, like it's like saying something in the music video, like and this just feels like a like a like a it's a sort good of, time. Yeah, it's like sort of like fun, like dressing around the song, you know. Um, what y'all think about the uh, Zane? So like Z- like so they all played, you know, like alter right, egos. Right. Um, did y'all notice, like, I felt like I saw, like, Zane flirting with his alter ego there, his, his, oh. like, the, the... I'm sure they... Version of it. Yeah, I think they told, like, that was probably, like, supposed to be, like, a really, like, funny thing. Oh, okay. It was supposed to be funny that he was flirting with himself? Yes. Okay. Because, like, was I Zane think Zane always was... known as, like, the, like... The vain uh, one? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I think so. Like, and plus, like, Zane and Harry were the front ones, and... So it's really about like, I'm sure like their looks and stuff are like played up a bit. So like, and you know, Zayn was like one of the hottest ones, and so I think it was supposed to be like a joke of like, oh, like when he sees himself, like he wants to like date himself. Like, oh, okay. So you know, like kind of like that. So that wasn't something I was reading a weird a weird reading of no, me. No, no, no. I think uh, that was on purpose. Okay. Um. Um. Uh. Yeah, because there's another moment where, like, the executive's, like, naming all the names. And, and he gets them Zach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's saying. Yeah, it, it, it's supposed to, I think it's supposed to be a joke about, like, Zane's ego at the time and oh, stuff. okay, got like, it. But, yeah, uh, that, I, I do love the music video. I think it's, like, really cute and um, a really appropriate for, like, a boy band feel. Like, I think that is just, like, a quintessential, like, boy band were like video where they go in like trash office and they're like no this is who we are mm-hmm. and um i do love the like really cheesy choreographed dance there is one moment where like near the end of the dance and they all get on like one knee or like they like step forward and harry's like in the background like the way the camera angle is he's like the last one on the end so the focus isn't on him and you can see him start to crack like He's almost about to burst out laughing. Of course. Because like, then he, like, goes into, like, you see him almost, like, start laughing, and then he, like, goes back to his, like, serious, like, dance mode face. It's really funny. Of course, Emily's the one that's just, like, picking Harry. Oh, yeah, I was Harry just, like, focusing and, on yeah, Harry like, the whole like, time. Where's Harry in this frame right now? Let's yeah, see yeah. what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, like, the editor's like, no one's going to notice him. He's in the background. He's cracking, but that's okay. No yeah, yeah, no, I was like, I noticed. Oh, yeah, because, oh, uh, of course, I was watching him, and he, he was the best. Um, <laughs> and, you know, he had his little, like, uh, he played that little character, Marcel, the nerdy one. Um, and, I mean, his American accent was pretty good. It reminds me of that SNL skit um, <laughs> where he plays the Sarah Lee intern. Do you remember? I showed you that one, Taj. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, like, yeah. running Sarah Lee's Instagram account, yeah. and they're like, um, we've been noticing some, you know, weird things where we think you've been, like, confusing the Sarah Lee Instagram account with your personal one. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I might have a Sarah Lee sent a post or a sent a message to Sean Mendes. And they're like, what did it say? He's like, it was a picture of my open throat. And <laughs> <laughs> anyway go watch that snl um yeah. go watch the snl yeah i thought for a second you were uh, gonna recite thing. the whole skit there i mean <laughs> it's so funny uh sarah lee had to shut down their instagram comments like because oh like gosh. people were just like bombarding it but anyway that's to say that snl skit reminds me of the character he plays in this uh this music video right. um Kind of like the clueless, like little intern who's mm-hmm. just trying his best. Um. So yeah. Uh. So with so any 
other insights into the lyrics, music video? Um, I thought, so, again, not to trash One Direction, but, like, at the beginning, when they were showing them the outfits, they were like, we'd never wear that. We'd never wear that. And then at the end, they show this picture of what they would wear, and it's, like, so boy band. Like, it basically (laughs) is, like, the same kind of look. It's, like, they're all coordinated, and, like, they're all wearing black jeans and white shirts. And they're like, this is who we are. This is We would never dress in all white. We're going to dress in matching outfits <laughs> in black and white. Yeah. I mean, matching outfits, that was never yeah. in question. But. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> no, I mean, again, the music video was very entertaining. The song is genuinely good. It's mm-hmm. like a banger. If it came on, you're at a bar, you'd be like, let's dance. Like, it's it's a fun yeah. song. Yeah. I just, I, I do love this song. Like, I dance in the car oh, to it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. When, uh. Uh, we were driving somewhere, and Emily put this on for the first time, and she just started like headbanging and like just, just rocking out to, it, to, like, to the like it's just intro. So good. It's just so good. Um, so we can get some speculation with of the stylish yeah, variety. Um, oh, sorry, see. or did you want to talk more about the lyrics? No, I'm I'm good. So yeah, let's move on to stylish speculation. So um, some people thought that this song was copying. Um, a song called Baba O'Reilly by The Who. Um, and if you go and listen to it, like, the beginning of it does sound mm. very similar. So there was rumors that, like, oh, The Who members were going to sue them or whatever. But um, the lead singer of The Who, Pete Townshend, said he had no issue with the song. He said... I like the single, I like One Direction. Um, and he denied the online rumor that he wanted to pursue legal action. And he, like, had said, um, like, or people were asking him, like, oh, are the chords do you use, like, too similar? And he was basically said, the chords I used and the chords they used are the same three chords we've all been using in basic pop music since Buddy Holly, Eddie Cochran, and Chuck Berry. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he was not upset that, yeah. like, it sounded similar. Um, Good on him for not, like, taking advantage of that situation. Right, right, right. Um, and Bunetta said, like, that wasn't even their original intent. Like, they weren't like, oh, we want to, like, use the same sound as this song. But w- they did realize early on that, like, oh, like, shit. Like, like, these like songs this. sound similar. And so they did, like, painstakingly make sure that, like... There was no intellectual property stolen. So they, so they, so they like even tried to. So they, originally, it might have sounded even closer to that other song, maybe. Right, but like they like really made sure that like, you know, they would not run into legal issues. So, mm-hmm. you know, good. We don't want any intellectual property being stolen. Except yeah. when it comes to the narrative uh, and tribute. <laughs> That's okay. You're so soft. Like, every time Tosh and I would listen to the song, because, like, I realize now, like, if I want him to listen to the song more than, like, one time, I have to play them in the car, like, while we ride. Um, And every time I play Best Song Ever, he's like, oh, it's such a ripoff. Tenacious D. And, like, just the, he would just get so angry. Not angry. It was just like, he ah, would. I, I can't believe this isn't... Well, I mean, apparently it, is, it was being talked about with that Reddit post, but, yeah, it was just... And it, the, like, for the record, musically does not sound like tribute at all. It's just like that whole narrative thing. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> thank you. So now for the Harry fun fact. I like did some research to find out what Harry thinks is the best song ever. Um, well, his favorite album is by Van Morrison called Astral Weeks. And his favorite song on that album is Madam George. But he's been quoted as saying this this song by Paul Simon, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. He says that's the greatest first melody ever written. Um, and then he says that the first verse of The Boxer, also written by Paul Simon, is perfect. So mm. he's a very big, like, Simon and Garfunkel fan, Hall and Oates, like, that genre, that time period. So, yeah, so those are Harry's favorite songs and, or, you know, what he thinks is, like, musically some of the best. So, yeah. Paul, Paul Simon, like, as in Simon Garfunkel? Yeah. Oh, okay. Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel. Okay. 
Nice. So now I guess we'll pick our favorite lyric. Uh, I think it went like oh oh oh. Actually, um, uh, <laughs> no, um, uh, I'd say actually like that is what I wrote down. I was like, yeah, yeah, that, that part where they go oh, oh. I, like I think I was like fave lyric that part when they go oh oh oh. That is like just a really because it's just fun you know I mean like play. I was uh, poking at it earlier, but like, and then that whole Benetta thing where he's talking about how it's being tongue in cheek. It is the catchiest part of the song. So right. That's what I pick. Um, mine is, we knew every line, now I can't remember because I really relate to that because I forget <laughs> a lot of my life, apparently. So this sentiment of just like, wow, in the moment, it was just like so present and like poignant. And then you're just like, man, I don't even remember the words. Um, but no, I mean, and like to, to the point that you guys discussed earlier, it's like, um, you know, yeah. it's a nice, uh, when you're in the moment like that, and then after the moment's gone, it's like, oh, it's all a blur, but I know I had a really great time. Yeah. Same. Um, so I will say, like, okay, this is my favorite lyric, but one of my favorite moments in the song is when they sing the chorus for the last time. Well, they sing the chorus, and then they're about to go in the chorus again, and they say, we dance all night to the best song ever, and Harry goes, it goes something like this, and then they, like, sing the Chorus all together for the last time. That's my favorite moment of the song. But my favorite... features your boy. Well, it's just, like, the way it, like, cuts through, like, the the end of the chorus again. Anyway. My favorite lyric, though, <laughs> has to be... Said I had a dirty mouth, but she kissed me like she yeah. meant it. Um, oh, and sorry, who, who, sing, who sings that part? Harry. Oh. Um, <laughs> but it just, I think... It's so funny to me, like, but, like, he sings it with such conviction. Well, Liam also sings on that verse, but, like, that verse is just sung with such conviction. And he's like, Liam, how dare he interrupt Harry? Wow. I mean, yeah, I will say Liam had, like, some husk to his voice when he sang that Georgia Rose Mm -hmm. line, and then Mm -hmm. Harry felt kind of, like, flat. (gasps) Not flat musically, but, like, his voice tone was just, like, clear. Oh, yeah. And it just, like, felt kind of, like, shh jarring like he interrupted Liam yeah there was murder in Emily's eyes whenever you said that (laughs) I just I just think it's so funny because it's like um first of all it's like her dad being a dentist then gave her the authority to determine someone's Mm -hmm. the state of their mouth but then it's like yeah just like the double entendre of like literally dirty but then like it's an innuendo but then like she kissed me like she meant it like you know, she's still going to kiss my dirty mouth. Like, I just think it's really funny. And mm-hmm. I just love that lyric. I think it's, it's, yeah. All right. So, yeah, that was um, our favorite lyric. So now we get to rate this song on a scale okay. of one to five. Again, you know, yep. any kind of breakdown of the numbers that you want, whole numbers are not required. Okay. You're probably going to do another point seven five. Um, let's see. I'm going to say a three point. Point five, because I think this is kind of like I know like I see Emily smiling over here. I think this is like a, like a so-so song. Lyrics are like okay. Um, the melody is very catchy, which is why it gets gets like not a bad rating. I think it's a fairly good rating. Rating. So yeah, that's kind of my reasoning. Three point five. Okay, I was also thinking of three point five. Like the song is like fun to listen to. It also feels very of its time. Like. Mm-hmm would not be a pop song today uh-uh. it's just you know it's just fun boy band song yeah well um i'm gonna give this song a five Whoa. Whoa. I-, I love this song i think it is one of the best one direction songs like it just puts me in a good mood every time i hear it can i lower my rating now no <laughs> um every time i hear it i can't help but like dance to it sing along like it just ignites something in me i just i love it so personally, for me, it's a five. Like I can't find anything like too weird or wrong with the lyrics. Like even though it's like pretty basic and form like standard, like I love it. So it's a five. I, w- I wonder yeah, if four. we should. Yeah. Uh, it's a four average. Yeah. Okay. Average uh, of a four. Um, that's a pretty high average. I wonder if we should start doing something like like write down our ratings and then reveal them all at the same time. Just because I was just thinking of that where, like, 
sometimes I feel like, oh, I should have changed it. Like, yeah. after I hear, see Well, yeah, no, after you said 3.5, I was like, should I change it? Yeah. You know? So. It might be a, a fun thing to do. We don't have to do it because we're not really, like, that, like, serious we about, We could like, do it, we'll put numbers, it on our but... phone and then review yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because also, like, yeah, like, if I, like, if you guys gave a song a bad rating and I was like, well, I like this song a lot. Yeah. I'm going to give it a higher rating now. I feel like know? that may have been what, what Emily just happened. What happened with uh, Emily? No. Or what you No, it's like, I was going to give it a five this whole time. And then y'all were like, 3.5, and I was like, shit, should I, like, give it, like, you know, 4.75, like, um, should I go down with my rating? But I, I stuck to my guns, and I'm happy. Um, so there you have it, folks. That is best song ever. Um, I just want to close out this episode uh, with asking you guys, what do y'all think is the best song ever? Oh, you can't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> I don't know. Ah. I think that a kind of appropriate to the song, like the song that I think is the best song ever changes on a regular basis. Yeah. Yes. And then I get just tired of it. So it's just whatever new thing has yeah. Yeah. come into my heart. I don't know. Something by Queen, probably. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Just yeah. something that comes on and I just get excited yeah. whenever it comes yeah. on. But yeah, like like Emily nailed it. It's, it's changing. It's just constantly. changed. Like, I mean, same for me. Like. Right yeah. now, Lizzo's Truth Hurts is, like, like You're up just there. Because like, yeah. we've been listening to it a couple times recently. But. I will say, someone once told me that they thought that the perfect song, objectively, was September by Earth, Wind & Fire. He said, because oh. no one can hate that song. Like, yeah. everyone loves it. Everyone dances to it. It's just the perfect song. But someone goes, Yeah. That's a good song. It's a good song. I would say for me, some of the best songs ever, Bruce Springsteen's Thunder Road is just a masterpiece. And also Taylor Swift's song, August, I think that's one of the most perfect songs. It's from Mm -hmm. folklore. It wasn't like a single or anything. I've heard it. I've heard it. But like, it's, I I can't get tired of it. And I think it's just perfect. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think to me, those or some of the best songs um, ever. ever. Well, next week, uh, stay tuned for Better Than Words. Oh, Better Than Words. So we won't even have words to talk about it. It's just us in silence because there's no, like... Got a dirty mouth. (laughs) Sorry, I was trying to work that into... Okay, thank you. (laughs) All right, join us next week for A Hairy Situation. Bye. Bye. Bye.